Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, serial entrepreneur and estate agent, David Thomas. Hello everybody, it's David here from Ask the Estate Agent and welcome to episode 26. In this episode, we're going to help all you first-time buyers out there. And the subject of this podcast is seven mistakes to avoid if you're a first-time buyer. So buying your first home is both exciting, scary and emotional, usually all at the same time as well. So what makes the experience different from any other house purchase is that you've got no prior experience on which to base any expectations um, and can easily trip up with all the mistakes. So second time buyers have been through it, know the mistakes and can avoid that second time round. So what we want to cover are those kind of mistakes, give you seven bullet points, just things to consider so that hopefully you don't get tripped up by them when you're viewing your first property. So if you're preparing to take your first step on the property ladder, here are seven common problems to know about before you even start viewing. Number one, viewing houses with your heart, not your head. Yes, you should obviously love your first home. However, don't get so caught up in a charming interior or ideal location that you don't pause to think about the more important factors like budget and lifestyle. If you fall for a period property, will you have enough time and money to handle its upkeep? Maybe you like the look of a high quality new build, but what will the development be like when it's finished? These are all the things you need to be considering. It's essential to know what your non-negotiables are in terms of the property itself, its location, and most importantly, your budget. Remember to plan your finances and your must-have criteria before you start looking at homes, not the other way around. Number two then is not getting involved during viewings. Would you buy a car without test driving it? I doubt it. A house is no different. If you're serious about the property, don't be shy to test things like taps, light switches, um, windows as you view it. Any little niggles or faults will become your problem when you move in. You can find lots of lists online to help you to inspect a property. There's lots of guidance out there. So maybe um, just search for things to look for on viewings. Um, We'll try and cover that in a future podcast as well to give you a a sort of bullet point list. But just don't be afraid to test things, try things, look at things and, you know, just just make sure you're 100% happy with what you're buying. Number three, then, is using every last penny for a deposit. Investing a healthy sum into the deposit will help you to secure a higher mortgage and a better property. However, many first-time buyers make the mistake of not leaving themselves any spare cash for extra costs. So here's a few things to not forget about. Your application fees in terms of things like mortgages, survey costs, stamp duty if applicable, any uh, bank transfer fees, moving expenses, ground rent, repairs when you move in, maintenance costs, all these kind of things you need to 
to consider. So during the actual purchase process, definitely make sure you check with your solicitor in terms of any um, ongoing legal costs and transfer fees and bank transfer fees and all this sort of stuff to actually get the transaction through. But then think bigger picture. Think about actually moving in the things you're going to want to do straight away and factor in those costs. You should be thinking about that once you viewed the property and before you make an offer so that you're budgeting correctly and not putting all your money in on solely um, the deposit. So number four then, being put off by bad decor. Tacky wallpaper, worn out carpets and an unappealing shower unit are all cosmetic problems and can be ripped out when you move in. It's going to be a lot harder and more expensive to deal with structural issues like damp or timber decay. So lots of buyers will be just put off by poor interior decor, which means that if you're happy to take on a property that needs a bit of superficial work, you might be able to snag an excellent deal. Number five then ties a bit into to looking past the decor is failing to get a survey. When you're trying to save money at every step, it's easy for a property survey to seem like an unnecessary additional cost. Skipping the survey altogether is generally a bad idea though, as the right survey will warn you of any potentially expensive or severe defects hidden in the property before you agree to buy it. Whether you arrange a condition report to assure you that your new build is in perfect condition or invest in a full building survey to uncover problems in an older home, knowledge is power. If you know about an issue before you exchange contracts, it allows you to renegotiate the price. Ask the sellers to deal with repairs or walk away from a property that will be too much work for you. Moving on to number six then, not saying hello to neighbours. The quickest way to find out the truth about a property or the local area is to ask the people that live there. Your estate agent might not want to tell you about ongoing land disputes or an antisocial business nearby, but the people you're potentially moving next door to have no reason to hide what's going on locally, and they will have the in-depth knowledge that maybe the agent doesn't have. Number seven then, planning too far into the future. Buying a house is a long-term investment, but don't get caught up in the life you want to be leading in 10 years. It's highly unlikely that your first home will be your forever home. For example, stretching your budget to accommodate more bedrooms than you conceivably need, or searching for a huge garden when you work too much to enjoy or look after it. When deciding what you want in a home, think about how it might impact your current social life, commute, and hobbies. Make the choice about what suits you now, as well as what might support you for the next couple of years. So there we go, seven top tips, seven mistakes that first-time buyers typically make. So hopefully, um, take note of those. I'll put them all in the show notes. When you go out on your viewings, first-time buyers, keep those things in mind, factor them all in. And another bit of advice is just don't rush. Don't get caught up in the in the whole property search and all the agents trying to sell you all these different properties, you know, just slow it down, stick to these kind of points, make sure you don't rush and make any mistakes and everything will be fine. I'm sure you'll find that perfect first dream home. So hope those help. And thanks again for listening. As I mentioned, all these will be in the show notes along with all the links to be able to contact us. 
So any questions you have, any topics you want us to cover, please do get in touch. You can do that through our website, asktheestateagent.co.uk or through our social media links. We're on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So look forward to catching up with you in the next episode. And until then, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.